0: you're listening to The Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Welcome to The Womanpreneur Podcast. My name is Melissa Motes, and I am here with my podcast partner and friend, Amanda McEwen. Podcast partner and friend. Yeah. That is what I am. It's a good Friend name. and podcast partner. Yes.
1: I, I, I wasn't questioning you. I believe
0: you. I know. But I was like, hmm, <laughs> should I put I... it in order of The way it happened or, you know what I mean?
1: Right, chronological. Yeah. I don't Uh, know why I had to say chronological just then.
0: It was great. I like the word chronological. I don't get to say it very often. It's just
1: what happened in my head.
0: Well, that is convenient (laughs) because today we are talking about (laughs) inner Dialogues. I, I just want to
1: say really quickly, because in the last episode, we kind of reiterated what you already know, that a lot of times it's Melissa saying something and I'm making a face at her. Making a face at her, but what just happened is I said something super cheesy and Abby made a face at me. So,
0: and I'd like so. everybody to note that I don't make faces at anyone. You don't. You're. Too I inclined. am just supportive. Yes, this is definitely true. I am so. here to just smile through life. It's true. And smile at well, life. But when you're the originator of the
1: cheesiness, well, who are you going to make faces at? That? That's true. That's true. <laughs>
0: Touche. Originator <laughs> of cheesiness. How's that that's for a right. tagline? That is a great tagline and <laughs> could be your superpower. It might be one of my superpowers. Yeah, you well, might. I was, you know, we were talking about what are we going to, what are we going to talk about uh, on our upcoming podcast? And, you know, you came up with a great idea and then I tossed this one your way to see what you thought, and you were like, "Yeah, let's go for it." I and I do real quick though. I think we have to give a quick disclaimer
1: because it's recently come to apparently the world's attention that some people do not have an inner dialogue, and this baffles me beyond belief. And if you're one of the people who doesn't, can we please chat because I want to know what what is happening in your head? Because mine, I hear the words, and I hear not quite the voices, but that thing is going all the time. So in my opinion if that's not there it sounds really peaceful and and nice
0: but I I don't know how it works I don't know how it works either because I now I do experiment a little bit with meditation and I have had moments where I've (laughs) quieted my mind or minutes that I've quieted my mind but to imagine it's like how do you process things how do you Mm -hmm. make decisions how do you cheer yourself on or talk yourself into or out of things if there's no dialogue happening i you know what i'm gonna be really bold here and say i just don't believe it i'm not buying it (laughs) well I, I refuse to believe that you could go through life and not have any kind of internal conversation.
1: But from what, because I, I, I've, I've done some research because I'm fascinated by this because I, and apparently a lot, I saw it posted so many times. That's why I finally read the article. And it was usually people were like, wait a minute. So you don't have the entire conversation with a new client in your head days before you actually meet with them. And you don't obsess after a conversation about what the perfect thing you could have said was. And this just doesn't happen. So I started, looking at things and and the people who don't have it it's not that nothing is happening but they don't hear their thoughts in word form it's more abstract Hmm. and i can't explain it because i'm not one of those and i haven't been able to talk to any person about it because every person that I've asked, and I've asked every single person I've talked to, I think in the last several weeks, and they all had the inner dialogue. So I wanna meet this unicorn that doesn't have an internal dialogue. I really, honestly, truly wanna know how How it is in your head. (laughs) Right. amanda wants to peek inside I do. <laughs> so i don't want you to feel excluded from this conversation if you do not have an inner dialogue but more however it is that you do the things that we
0: talk about hopefully it'll still apply even if it's not in word form yeah well i just want to know i just want i want somebody to prove me <laughs> wrong but but how do you prove it can you prove that you hear know, voices no, in your head i can't right but still i don't know i need more information have you ever dreamt words um there's conversations right. happening well, in my dreams i
1: yeah I, the reason i asked cuz you hear about like paul mccartney wrote yesterday in his sleep like he woke up and he had the song he wrote it wow. and i for some reason the other night was hearing in my dreams repeatedly in a, in a point where my brain was saying, remember this. Let's see if I can remember it. And it said, no amount of likes or followers are worth compromising your integrity. I, I don't, I, I Googled it. I tried to find if I read it somewhere. I hadn't until we posted it, which we haven't at the time of this recording, but now we're going to have to before. Um, <laughs> that's what my inner dialogue is telling me. But I don't know where that came from. I don't know why that was on my brain. Maybe and somebody, was, maybe one of our listeners needs to hear that. Maybe. Because I mean, it was so strong. And it, in my dream, it was like, do not
0: forget these words. And that, it was hey, strange. I but. believe in that stuff. I think our subconscious gives us a lot of cues that we consciously miss because there's a lot of noise. Uh, there's a lot coming at us all mm-hmm. the time. And. I guess for me, on the the topic of inner dialogue, is, um, you know, it's it's interesting how we all process things and mm-hmm. and how our self esteem works and um, how quickly we can talk ourselves into something or out of something, and um, I feel like over the last ten years or so, with all the mentoring that I've done with voice actors mm-hmm. and all the people I've worked with, the biggest you know, common denominator I see is just people struggling with, you know, their worthiness to do something that they love. Like people are always asking me, do I think that, you know, their voice is good enough to voice act or do I think that they're talented enough? And, you know, it doesn't have to. It's not all about what your voice sounds like, but it's more about giving yourself permission um, and self-belief that you can do something. And uh, I remember in one of our last couple of of podcast episodes, not the one we did on uh, on our our name, but prior to that, Brent was here and we were talking about, you know, how do you help someone and support someone who's, um, you know, dealing with that and. It's an interesting thing, you know, with self-worth or with like a low self-esteem or doubting themselves. And I said, you know, I just give them a ton of love. But after I left, I was thinking about it a little bit more. And there were two things that I wanted to say that I wished I'd said that day, but I'm saying it now, is I feel like I help people believe in themselves when they don't believe in themselves. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like that's something that I feel really passionately about because it hurts me to see someone not believing in their ability or their talent or their self-worth. And then the other part of that is, um, sometimes people struggle so much with giving themselves permission to do something. And so if they feel like they need someone else to grant them access or give them permission, so be it. I'll be that person. I'll be that person who will cheer you on and will give you full permission to proceed. I'm mm-hmm. like, yep, you yep. got this. You can do this. And I believe in you and, and I'm giving you permission. And it's interesting how I think in t- in all of us in different times, maybe we felt like we needed somebody else's Mm -hmm. validation, approval, permission, Um, but it all starts with the internal dialogue that we're having and what kind of a conversation that is. Mm-hmm. And, and being able to, because a lot of, of the mindset work that we talk
1: about, it's identifying the thoughts as they come in and t- changing them, turning them around and say, wait, that was a negative thought. I had the thought, that's fine, but I'm
0: going to change it. So the next thought is a good one. It's like, how can I reframe that thought to be healthy, productive, supportive, encouraging Mm -hmm. you know what what do i have to do to manipulate that comment that internal comment that was just not serving me to make it one that is serving me Mm -hmm. you know yeah and and those thoughts they're sometimes they're directed at ourselves sometimes they're directed
1: at others yeah and for me because my, my internal dialogue it's a processing mechanism it's make it's my logic that's really where that kicks in yeah and a lot of times and, and let me, I should preface it with, I love people who don't have filters. There are those people who just say whatever, whatever is on their mind, no care, at least on the outside, it looks like no care in the world. If they might offend somebody or hurt somebody's feelings, they're not doing it to be malicious. They just say what's on their mind. Mm-hmm. I admire that. I'm I'm a little more calculated in that I do a lot of processing inside before I ever yeah. say anything. And that's, it's not because I'm trying to censor myself at all. It's just, I want to make sure that I'm being rational because sometimes our thoughts as they come in, they're not, they're not always the best. They're affected by the mood that you're in and they're affected by a lot of different things. And it, like just, just yesterday i i had to drive across town and i didn't want to And i was a little bit grumpy about it just because i, d- I didn't want to do it and so my internal dialogue it kind of, i kind of make fun of myself a little bit it's like amanda you haven't driven anywhere outside of your three mile bubble all week you can go there and do it and sometimes it's as silly as that it's like stop being ridiculous get over it it's not that big of a deal And then sometimes it's like, okay, now I have to do this thing. It's a huge inconvenience, not the driving part, but there's something else that I have to do. It's going to interrupt a vacation and do this whole thing, but it's like, but it's going to help somebody Mm -hmm. and it's bigger than me. It's bigger than the time. It's yes, it's time with my family that I won't have, but it's not an extensive amount of time and it's not a big deal because again, the person that I need to help, it's Kind of necessary, right. and so it, it's that internally, you, it's that it's that's how I go through the logical steps. It's like, okay, I feel annoyed by this, but should I? No, get over it. Right. <laughs> so those are the conversations I have internally, and sometimes before I decide, okay, well, maybe I should, you know, do I talk to this person about something? Because that happens a lot. Okay, I'm feeling annoyed by something that's going on. Is it? Being affected by the state of mind that I'm in in my current environment, or is it something worth having a bigger discussion about? Yeah, because sometimes <clears throat> it's in that moment, and we talked about it when I when I got here. There was uh, we were talking to Abby about a phrase of how goes it, and it was just That's I, Abby's I'm, favorite phrase. <laughs> it's not her I favorite highly phrase. Don't say it to her that when you
0: see Abby Moats. <laughs> always say how goes it. She loves it. And maybe do a double thumbs up. <laughs> it was it was based on on
1: one of her Instagram stories that made me laugh. But the, the gist of it is that sometimes if we're just not in the right mood in a moment, somebody can say something that is just going to rub us the wrong way for mm-hmm. no reason other than we're in a mood. Yeah. And so it's not great to attack that person or to get all upset because they
0: said something you don't like. Well, it goes back to one of the things we've talked about in past episodes about risk responding versus reacting so reacting is the very fast very quick reaction versus thinking it through processing it and then responding after you've had a a chance to kind of assess so here are a couple of really big assessments I think when you're internalizing a feeling number one when was the last time you've eaten That's huge. We'll go back to that. Yeah, Let's just hashtag hangry, okay? (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, there's a lot of things that people say and they're just like, then they have a sandwich and they're fine. They're like, I'm sorry. I don't know who that person was, but I mean... First of all, are you hungry? When was the last time you've eaten? (laughs) Secondly, when was the last time you had maybe a couple of drops of water? Mm. I don't know. Are you thirsty? Also, (laughs) when was the last time you slept? And how long did you sleep? Mm -hmm. And was that quality sleep? Okay. So those are a few things to maybe look at before you... If like you're super enraged because someone asked you how how goes it, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's okay. I, I didn't mean to put but, you on the spot, but it just ties it was a it great to example the, though. The Thank you for the awesome yeah.
0: example. But you know, or if somebody just says something that just slightly rubs you wrong, it's like do just check yourself for a second. I think there's a lot to be said.
1: <laughs> I've, I've gotten better at it as I've gotten older, but I remember there was a time like it was in my early twenties. And the way I had a, a friend that the way he said downward dog when he was talking about yoga, it just drove me crazy. Yeah. Like, stopped saying it. He's like, but that's the name of the pose. I'm like, I don't care. Stop saying it. Like, that's very it's very funny. It, I, for, I don't know why. It just triggered something inside. I'm like, I don't ever want to hear that
0: again. <laughs> that's really and then okay. i mean i
1: later took yoga for years and it never bothered me when somebody said downward dog
0: so but it was just the way this one person said it
1: I, I just in in, like, in that in that time of my life i, I was kind of done with that person oh okay. and so i think there were many things
0: got that it could There's say layers. Would, <laughs> there, there are, are layers, layers. Yes. Yeah, Did. and then also too because this is the womanpreneur podcast. Just a little shout out to mm. check your hormone levels. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna really yeah. go much further than that. But yeah. ladies, you know I'm doing here. I am winking. Ready? <laughs>
1: Wink. Okay. <laughs> and, and when when you yeah, she's when she's done laughing. Abby had a, a comment or a question. Oh, just I feel the same way about when people say Salvin. 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 Oh, salmon. Salvin. Instead the of pronounce the salmon. L. See, sometimes there are words. We talked in, a, in a, a past episode a couple weeks ago about the word scoop. Somebody was saying the word scoop in my Pilates class and it really rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, "I <laughs> stop saying, saying scoop. scoop. I don't like it. That's so funny. Just things, but I mean, the, the hanger thing, is it's real. And when I used to work in an office, I mean, the, you know, the guys knew me. I'm hardly ever in a bad mood even when i'm having my worst pain days most people can't tell because i don't make that other people's problems but i always told them i'm like look if i get snippy with you like tell me to go eat something and i'm probably going to bite back and get offended that you told me to eat something just because that's the mood that i'm in but i'm going to think about it i'm going to go eat and things are going to be better because when i get to that level of hunger It's one of the only times I'm ever really in a grumpy mood is when I'm hungry.
0: Yeah, no, well, it's something something to know about yourself. So I think a lot of the internal dialogue is also tied in with just Mm self-awareness, right? And knowing how you process things. And, you know, take a second and think about What your internal dialogue is like going into, let's say, a situation that makes you feel uncomfortable. You know, um, one of the things I learned not too long ago that I loved was I was taking this public speaking class, shout out to the Zen speaker, Amy Ayoub, and we were talking about um, when you're nervous, right? You you have this uh, physical heightened anxiety kind of running through your body. You know, you're buzzing with, you know, just this just fear or whatever, but it was presented to me what if you were to take that same nervous anxious energy and just label it differently and call it excitement Mm -hmm. that you're so excited to give this speech you're so excited to stand up in front of this room of people and to serve them to share your ideas and your message to help others and it was just the way that it was framed it was so different and i was like i love that and it's a true fact it's a a scientific fact that your body feels exactly the same when you're nervous uh, and fearful as as you feel when you're very excited but it's just the way that you label it that Mm -hmm. is different in your mind so your body just is gonna follow whatever your brain says that it is isn't that awesome it is it's one of those things sometimes you have to trick
1: your brain and that's something that's difficult for me Mm -hmm. because it's the it's not even an honesty thing but it, it really is it's with how literal I am it I, you know, if I'm nervous, I can't lie to myself and say, oh, you're not nervous. You're excited because we know I'm not excited. I don't really get excited. But it's, it's really is sometimes you have to trick your brain into thinking certain things. And once it's not that you're lying to yourself, it's that you're actively trying to make a change.
0: Right. And
1: you, so you're convinced, you're convincing yourself. You're not lying to yourself. You're convincing yourself.
0: Yeah. Or you are in a very healthy way trying to cope with those feelings and say how can i frame this in a way that's going to positively serve me mm-hmm. kind of going back to some of the stuff we talked about today um i don't know i just i tend to always look for the silver lining in All situations and um, people often say to me, "You know, you're like the happiest person I've ever met. Are you always that happy and always that positive? It can't be for real." Do you like that weird voice I just (laughs) made? I'm not quite sure what it was, but I get it. (laughs) But I think it has the right impact. And I honestly, it's like it's just like we've said in the past. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a mindset. And there are days that I have to work harder to to see everything through a positive Mm -hmm. lens through those rose-colored glasses or whatever. But it's something that I choose to do. And, um, you know, it, it's just – it's it's definitely a choice that I make. And there are times when I am crabby or I am, you know, like I need somebody to make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because <laughs> I'm so crabby I can't even make it myself. <laughs> or the
1: the two hours in the
0: morning before you've had your sixth yeah, cup of coffee. I was just talking to Carissa about that today. We were <laughs> – we were sitting at Starbucks having our breakfast. We walked to Starbucks on Friday. And and she said, I don't know how it came up, but we were talking about me not being a morning person. And I said, you know, it doesn't matter how many hours of sleep I've had. It doesn't matter. I said, when I wake up in the morning, I'm just crabby. I It's a process to get my eyes to open and to get me out of my bed. Like, I'm just like, I think I... I think I sleep very heavily in the morning like Mm -hmm. in the early morning hours is when I get like my you know deepest Uh. rest so when I wake up I'm just like oh come on you know but But does the same thing happen I know you said you usually wake up to an alarm
1: when you don't wake up to an alarm are you still crabby yeah okay (laughs) I, just, I, I was hoping
0: there might be a solution in there a, because right, and it's such a weird thing because I genuinely love my day. You, I love my you life. like to be awake. I love to be awake. <laughs> I love all of my people. Like I love everything about life except waking up. I'm so grouchy, um, and it's like a process. Like I mm. I like stumble into my kitchen and my cat's meowing at me and he wants me to feed him and I'm always just like be quiet just wait
1: <laughs> you're so mean to poor gizmo he's an old he man
0: knows, no he knows i love him because we mm. cuddle all night and okay yeah but he's just he starts barking orders at me and yeah. i'm like come on so anyway <laughs> you're, I'm like, you're just not feeling it I'm not feeling it but anyway i don't know so my internal di- dialogue in the morning needs work apparently <laughs> um but the rest of the day like once i have a little coffee i'm like hey mm-hmm. It's going to be an awesome day yeah i'm, I'm more like that at night like when, when our friend chad
1: had his 40th birthday party and it didn't start until nine o'clock remember old <laughs> lady here i'm usually trying to get home by 9 o'clock I mean probably <laughs> earlier than that in most cases honestly but I'm like you want me to leave the house then like it yeah. starts at 9 and there was a whole lot of mental preparation as I you know it was on a Saturday so it was a nice kind of casual lazy Saturday and I'm just hanging out on the couch with a cat for most of the day and then it was just like okay now it feels like it's almost bedtime but nope gotta get up and get ready this and is go when Amanda Chad. McEwen
0: is gonna put on a dress and and again
1: though that, that internal dialogue had to remind myself, look, Chad is a very good friend. 40 is a big birthday. He doesn't ask much of you. You can go to a party at 9 o'clock. You can... Stay out late one night out of the year for your friend. Yeah. It's like, uh, and again, Amanda, stop being ridiculous. It's not that big of a deal.
0: See, it's really fun when you take your internal dialogue and then you say it out loud. (laughs) It is really kind of fun. Because
1: we can be ridiculous about a lot of things. (laughs) We really
0: can. So maybe if we say it out loud, it's like another way to like analyze what's going on inside. So...
1: And that... It ties into what, more of what I read about the people who don't have the internal dialogue is that they can't have conversations in their head. So the, the one of the guys who I read who had started studying this, he had asked the people, he's like, wait, so if you were to look in the mirror, you couldn't have a conversation with yourself? And they said, out loud, sure. But they can't do it internally, which I find huh. fascinating because I don't know about you, right? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm guessing... I use my internal dialogue to prepare for conversations of all kinds, whether they're business meetings, client situations, friend things, anytime. And sometimes I'm not doing it intentionally, but that's just where my brain goes. And it plays through different scenarios that never end up happening. I'm prepared for everything except for the one thing they actually say. That actually say. happens, yeah. But, and that, that was what my client was saying when he read about the people who don't have the internal dialogue. It's, but what do you mean? Like there's a new client meeting, then you go over it and over and over and over in your head, what you're going to say, what they could possibly say, how you would respond. Yeah. That all happens internally for a lot of us.
0: But then if it doesn't happen internally, like would you go up to a mirror and be like, hello. You,
1: would you say it like that?
0: I don't know. I <laughs> all my stuff happens. Is, it, is that how it
1: sounds inside
0: your head? No. Okay. How does it sound inside your head? I, well, <laughs> it's a lot more upbeat, and I'm like, "Hey, that is a really cute pink dress you're wearing, <laughs> Melissa Moats. I think you need to wear the white sandals." And then I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I agree, but I wouldn't go up to my mirror and be like, oh, well, I
1: don't know. that's just embarrassing. You can't talk to your mirror about wearing white sandals.
0: I mean, come on. I mean, it's just well, a wild thought to me. I mean, but yes. inside, I mean, I'm having all kinds of conversations. That's kind of one of the joys of the internal
1: dialogue is you can be ridiculous and say things that you wouldn't say to other people. And again,
0: not in trying to, you're not, not being authentic. Two things that I want to say before yes, I forget them. Do it. Is, isn't it interesting how fast you can think things? <laughs> like you can have like six quick, you know, crazy random thoughts mm-hmm. within like a second. Yeah. It's, that, that blows my mind. Just saying. These are just some, just little side notes. And also I want to ask you something that my sister and I do. Abby, this is for you too. A lot of times when we're talking, my brain will start spelling words and I start to see words in my head. So like when you oh. just said the word ridiculous, I spelled ridiculous. I visually saw the word ridiculous and I spelled oh. it. So, what is that? (laughs) I don't know. But when I talk about it, so now the fact that I just talked about it, I'm seeing the words talked about it in my head. Isn't that weird? Yeah. What is that? What do we call that? Does that ever happen to you? Weird. I just saw the word weird, W E I R D, in my head. Well, not at all. I think it's your voiceover life. Is it my voiceover life? Voice over life. Just saw that in my head. I'm spelling Jeez. all these words in my head. You, as I'm saying these words, I'm spelling them all in my head. Were you in spelling bees as a child? No.
1: Would you like to be in a spelling bee as an adult?
0: No. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to help make sense of what spelling bee. Capital S G E L L I N G. Spelling. Spelling bee. <laughs> oh. But isn't that weird? That I've, I've n- but, That I've not. So heard. my sister and I, she does it too. And when we talk about it, we have to like, okay, let's stop talking about it because then we both get crazy and we start spelling everything in our minds that is being said. Wow. So I don't know what that weird (laughs) thing is. I don't know. But I want to know if anybody else out there has this thing. Let her know. And what that thing is. I don't know. I got to stop thinking about it because I'm spelling everything I'm thinking and saying. Um, Go ahead.
1: Just in the speed of our thoughts, that, that makes conversation's tricky sometimes. And there are people that when one person is talking, they're already trying to come up with what to say. And it's not always as an intentional, like, I want to ignore what you're saying. I want to say what I want to say. But sometimes even I've noticed in recording the podcast, you're saying something. It triggers something in me. I'm listening to you. By the time I have a, a, an opening to talk, I've, I've forgotten it. Yeah. And I know this happens to both of us, which yes. is why you just said, I'm going to get these two things out before I forget. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Because sometimes, and then I try to do little tricks, like I'll, I'll cross my fingers. It's something that I'll do. If you ever watch the video, you'll probably see it sometimes. And that's like, there's a thought in my head and it's like, I'm trying to trap it in there. And for some <laughs> reason, it's like, it's Most of the time it does. Wow. Sometimes not so much. And I lose it but huh. because I don't ever want to interrupt somebody intentionally yeah and I don't ever want to make them feel like oh I'm not listening to what you're saying or right. what you're saying isn't as important about what I have to as what I have to say right but sometimes it's like oh there's a good nugget in there I want to get that out and then I lose it and it's like ah I and know. then you know three and I'm I'm going all over the place here because okay. my interlog is inner dialogue. Your inner log. i <laughs> I've already shortened it. <laughs> My inner dialogue is going crazy because one of these thoughts that I've had since you told me you wanted to talk about this for the people who don't have the inner dialogue. Do you not hear songs in your head? because how <gasps> sad would that be except for when it's sister christian who stalks me i get that night ranger song gets stuck in my head sister sometimes for weeks christian, at a time
0: oh the time uh-huh. has come that one <laughs> yeah
1: but it, it's it's the chorus i'm motoring and, <laughs> and that song stocks your
0: price for flight i did not think you were gonna know night in ranger Mr. Right, it'll be all right tonight. <laughs> a good and song. I oddly have seen Night Ranger in concert twice. Wow. Out, out of I... your 387.
1: 88 now. Ooh. Yeah,
0: 388 Impressive.
1: Now, yeah. I was wow. going to be 389 yesterday, but my internet dialogue could not convince myself to go out at, 9:00 at 9 o'clock at night because I already did that. And and, it, and
0: you wore a dress.
1: <laughs> a dress yeah, that, that's a non. You look really issue. pretty. And he, here's the thing just for the people that are like, why does she keep mentioning this dress? Why does she want you to talk about a dress? Because I don't wear dresses often, and it doesn't mean I don't like them. But unless the occasion calls for it, there's no point. That's not your preference. I, you, it's not even that. I love dresses, they're do way you, more comfortable than pants. Way more. Do you remember
0: what I said to you on the phone the other day mm. about pants? You and I were talking about doing a Zoom meeting and I was like, hey, any chance that I can help provide a, an opportunity for you to not have to wear pants hey, is my well, pleasure. You know what? And, and <laughs>
1: speaking of inner dialogue, and, you, and you'll appreciate this because I've, I've already had the thought because there's a, a situation coming up where, where I need to provide testimony for in court via oh. video because I'm not going to be in town. Oh. I might not be wearing pants for that. I could be in court, sans pants. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'll, I'll probably be in PJ pants, but I'm just wow, saying pantsless, like, pantsless like I, I could, testimony, girl. I could say, look at me. I'm in court, and nobody knows that I'm not wearing. Pants. That is that is and, and that's really kind of exciting in this
0: weird I way. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I love that.
1: Sometimes it's the little things and that insight in my own internal dialogue that brings me joy.
0: I think it's so good, well, you know, just I stuck in my one head. of the things that brought me joy today was singing motor it it's I, gonna be there it's gonna going to That be, is a good song to get stuck in your head though don't
1: forget what you're saying. cross your fingers, remember no, it, no, no. keep it it's in fine. your mind. it's good, but that song stalks me it's not I thought it was not that popular of a song, maybe just I didn't know it in the eighties when it was popular, but I hear it in the most random places that the at one point not too long ago, there was a commercial of clucking chickens clucking night ranger sister christian and i just thought why why does this need to exist because now it's going to be stuck in my head and it usually does not go away if it gets to Motorin, it's it's it, i'm done for so thank you for that you're welcome once i'm glad and i could help and- I'm, I'm actually just more impressed hey. and pleased that you knew it so quickly i mean
0: i deeply that, that made know. me happy thank you yes. Yes. i'm do you- so glad yeah I do you wonder. know what song gets stuck in my head no it's not good. You guys all might get mad at me. About it's not what's chumbawamba, about to happen. is it?
1: <laughs> no. I just wanted to say chumbawamba. Um.
0: Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Somebody's pulling up their stockings and there's bam looking into a window. <laughs> I always say the words wrong, but it's like that's mm-hmm. the song. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but so if that. you don't
1: have songs in your, because there's almost always at least one or two songs going on in my head, at the same time. Uh, oh, it, it, well, not not at the same time, it's but like it'll bounce mix. back and forth. Yeah, it's kind of a remix. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, some <laughs> mashups going on. Yeah, some mashups. No, it it usually, but it'll jump like back and forth. And th- nice. there's this one, and I can't yeah. remember which song it is. There's a Rolling Stones song that that comes in there, just a, a one little part that comes in ra- rather frequently.
0: Don't know mm. why. My favorite mashup of all time is Adele and Lionel Richie hello. where she's like, hello. And then he's like, is it me you're looking for? And it's a video. Yeah. So it's like she's sad standing outside alone and she's doing her like deep, you know, hello. And then Lionel is like standing in a kitchen on like a rotary phone. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. So if you haven't looked that up yet, uh, please do on youtube or whatever you got. so
1: now do you remember what you were going to say before we digressed into sister christian
0: um i do okay. i do hey because did you cross your fingers no oh. but i did that is a good tip 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 tick <laughs> i mean it, it, it could be classified as a tick like man is well, doing that nervous thing again what's just interesting about we did not know where we were going to go with internal dialogue exactly i mean it is a really interesting topic but where I was going, kind of how I framed the conversation in my mind was just our belief system and our, um, is your internal dialogue like serving you? Mm-hmm. And, or is it something that you need to like really look at and um, fill it up with more self love, right? Yeah. And more positivity? Because it just, it always blows my mind how many people I meet who are so smart and talented and just gorgeous and wonderful and you know all these things but the stuff that they're telling themselves is so toxic Mm -hmm. so um I just wanted to bring it up and just kind of ask everyone who's tuning in all of our awesome friends um what does your internal dialogue look like you know and can you is there any tweaking that you might want to you know, consider yeah. that self-awareness, um, or maybe you are your best friend. You're your own best buddy and you love. petting yourself on the, yeah. on the back all the time. I mean, I do internal high fives. I'm sure you with do. With sound effects. Of course. Especially when some people around here won't partake. It's fine. I can handle you find it. find a way. That's the solution, solution yes. for you. No, but it's, it's worth saying. It's worth exploring. And, um, I mean, I think we all have room to improve upon our, um, our dialogue with ourselves. And I just think that it's like that, that old saying, you know, if you think about the person you love the most in the world, how would you speak to them? Um, and then how do we speak to ourselves? And are you speaking with that much love and grace to yourself as you're speaking to other people you love?
1: because yeah, I think it's are you using your internal dialogue for good mm-hmm. or for evil in the sense of are you putting yourself and other people down in your in what your thoughts are saying or are you taking the thoughts not everybody's going to be as analytical as I am right? and I get that but sometimes people who are mo- more emotional ask me well how do I do that right. and I don't know how to explain it because I'm not emotional so for the same way that you might feel a certain way I don't feel that and yeah. I might think a certain way, but you don't think that. But that internal dialogue, if you have it, if you use it, it's really a, a process of, of rationalizing and just kind of getting down to, okay, this is how I feel, does this make sense? Is it shaped by what's going on around me yeah. or is it, and I don't even wanna, legitimate is the wrong word because all your feelings are legitimate and you're allowed to feel however you feel. Mm-hmm but how you react to that. Mm -hmm. Are you you being honest about what it is? Are you frustrated? Anything negative because it's really bad or is it because you're in a bad mood? Is it because you're hungry? Is it because somebody else who did or said something similar to that had a negative impact on you? And so now you're making, you're just tying those two things together and say, well, if one person did this then the next person's gonna do that too.
0: Yeah. It's like IQ meets EQ, mm-hmm. you know, it's that balance between intelligence and, you know, your emotional intelligence, you know. Um, and I think having having that in harmony, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in balance, because I think both of those can serve you well. And I think some people maybe tend to be a little more on the emotional side. Uh, they feel their way more through things in life and other people, I think are more analytical and they really Mm -hmm. do the, you know, the process of like you Mm -hmm. similarly described the way that you like to look at things. And I think that both are really great and healthy, but um, if you're more of an EQ person, if you're leading with your emotions, are your emotions positive or are they negative, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, I don't know. I just, I always just like to Keep everything, I, it, it, conversations to myself and also conversations in myself toward other people. I always like to be positive and yeah. I just feel better. I just like to feel good. Right. And, you know, it's better that way. It really yeah. is. So, even the worst situation, mm-hmm. oftentimes I'll say to myself, okay, so how can I feel good about this? You right. know, and yeah. you and I've often said, like, it could a lot of times the answer is what did i learn from this Mm -hmm. you know or what did i learn from this person or what did i learn from this situation or whatever um that's a really great way to frame it in your mind but um i just like to i just like to feel happy because we we can control
1: our thoughts and our feelings yeah not all the time and we probably shouldn't all the time but it it is your whether that thought or that feeling when it comes in it's like you acknowledge it and then decide, well, is this serving me or not? And if it's not, you let it go or you turn it around. And if it is, then you, then you keep it and then you stay happy. Mm-hmm. But we're all different with that. And that's why it's sometimes it's good to have the internal conversations and sometimes you need the external conversations and, because sometimes yep. that other point of view is more helpful. And you were saying about how quickly our thoughts go. One of the things, well, there, there's there's two things. One. somebody asks me what i think about something i can answer it much easier than when somebody says how do you feel about something and it's the weirdest thing and i've seen it when we did that documentary one of the questions dave would ask a lot of the the people we were interviewing was just like well how did the song make you feel and then when people would say well aren't you going to do an interview i'm like i'm so glad that i'm not because i don't know if i could answer that and -hmm. the other thing is when i get put on the spot Sometimes I can't come up with an answer. Like we talked about this the other day. If When somebody says, well, give me a specific example, my mind could go blank because I, I know the thought or the principle or kind of an overarching thing, but then you're asking me on the spot to name one specific time when it happened. That it, that's, I've got to go back because I, I need the time to process. Yeah, And so sometimes if I'm in that that situation where I'm put on the spot, and if I get quiet, it might come across as like, well, are you, are you trying to make up an answer? When really it's no, I, I just don't have one. You're yet. going through the queue in file cabinet <laughs> yes. in
0: your mind. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I can relate to that too. Um, but <sighs> it's complicated in my head. <laughs> you know what, though? Our thoughts and feelings are complicated yes they're they're so unique to us and i mean that's what makes us all so special and and there's no one else in the whole world like you Mm -hmm. and you know but i it was interesting just one other quick thing i wanted to comment on when you said you know you love people who don't have filters (laughs) i respect people who don't have filters although i wonder sometimes if after the fact they're like oh man Right. I would, would, maybe I shouldn't have said it quite that harshly or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, whatever the case may be. Cause I am, I wouldn't say I'm a calculated person, but I definitely, I, I run everything through a filter mm-hmm. of compassion and empathy. Yeah. So whenever I, that I have like a very, solid compassion and empathy filter. Like, you know what I mean? I'm shocked to hear I
1: this. know,
0: but it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm hardcore EQ but, about everything. Yes. So when I'm going to say something, I really do consider the way that the other person is going to feel when they receive it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to necessarily... Change the message that I'm going to say to them, the meaning of what I'm going to say to them, but it's just the way that I'm going to say it to them. Because I know, especially when it's someone I really deeply know well and I love and respect and I want to make sure that I'm saying what I want to say, but I'm saying it in a way that I think how they're going to best hear me. You know, that's, I guess that's the best way to put it, how I think it's going to be received by them um, so that I can meet them where they are and, they can really hear me and feel me on it
1: yeah well it's so. just like you said it's how, how how would you want somebody to deliver that message to you yeah and it's sometimes just being more cognizant of these things that remembering there's another person that's hearing this or or whatever the case may be that person doesn't necessarily think or feel the same way as you do right let's let's find out are we presenting this in a positive way because sometimes especially with the tough conversations mm-hmm. they're not easy to deliver but you have to deliver them but there is a big difference between using that inner dialogue to not even not even prepare but just to to filter it like you mm-hmm. said to filter it into let's take the emotion out of this and just present you with a compassionate but direct mm-hmm point of view versus somebody that's mad and going to start yelling and crying or just somehow within the, where the person on the other end is going to feel attacked. Yeah. And that that happens sometimes when you don't let your
0: inner dialogue talk you off the ledge a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> so there's just a lot to – I think a lot of inner dialogue stuff is it comes down to self-awareness, you know, mm. and um, looking at your inner conversations – making sure that they do include hey that dress looks amazing on you and definitely wear the white sandals just saying yeah and it's okay to look at yourself in the mirror and be like hey I'm looking really good today maybe we should try doing that more often (laughs) I like it but uh I think this has been a really fun conversation. Did you enjoy it? I did. I, I really do want to hear from you if you don't have an inner, inner dialogue. I have
1: so many questions. Yeah. I don't believe you exist.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm so and, skeptical. <laughs> and, and, and
1: what's what song is in your head? And what happens if you don't hear a song in your head? Just, I know.
0: We want to know. I, just, I guess what it is, I guess the reason that I'm feeling so passionately about that I don't want to believe it uh-huh. is I just... I don't want that for other people. Although,
1: (laughs) on on the opposite side of that, I have to say, if, if I had a way to turn off the inner dialogue, sometimes, just for a little bit, because it, Says so much. It doesn't ever just let me be. I know. It's always going. Feed it some avocado toast. Mm. Well, I would eat that. You don't like avocado. I know. It's for you. Thank you. It's for
0: your internal dialogue. Appreciate that. Mine will enjoy. Apparently, my inner dialogue is a hipster. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) You have a hipster internal dialogue. All right. I'll use my fancy balsamic vinegar. And and mine is like a fairy. Yeah, I saw cotton candy. Like a pixie fairy with dust, and I have like a wand my internal dialogue does it's like oh
1: boop and yeah <laughs> and it talks in that kind of
0: fairy voice it does yes it Not does that on one that you were using earlier <laughs> crazy stuff going on in here well thank you so much for tuning in and yes. uh we'll catch you next time thanks for tuning into the woman for newer podcast until next time you've got this